This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra in on-trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Episode 101, Tips for Being More Intentional with Your Finances. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Welcome to another episode of Frugal Friends Podcast. My name is Jen. This is Jill. And today we're talking about the value of putting pencil to paper Mm. and being more intentional with your finances, not just the numbers, but everything that surrounds finances, Mm. emotions, mindsets, your future, everything. Mm -hmm. So we're excited to have author and blogger Alyssa Davies on with us today. Uh, She is the mastermind behind Mixed Up Money, which is an award-winning Canadian finance blog for all... What's up, Canada? uh, Canadian listeners. Check (laughs) her out. Um, And she's also the author of the 100-Day Financial Gold Journal. So Mm. excited to speak with her. But first, our sponsors. Today's episode is also brought to you by Dalmatians the sleek athletic dog breed and star of Disney's 101 Dalmatians. These dogs are intelligent, playful, and typically non-aggressive. They're patient and generally good with children as well. That's why it's reasonable to keep 101 of them as pets. We had two Dalmatians growing up, actually. Uh, One was Sapphire because she had blue eyes, and the other was Chaka because she had chocolate brown spots. Two was too many for me. Dalmatians. What? Oh my word, I love that, which is why it's reasonable to have 101 of them as pets. Unless you're like not a pet person <laughs> like me, and then it's like, ah. We're moving from a frugal podcast to information on dog breeds. Hey, the Dalmatians <laughs> wanted you to know why they are attractive dog breed, because you don't see them a lot anymore. Well, also because this is uh, episode 101. 101. 101, just like 101 Dalmatians. And we were, everyone will own now. We were going to offer you 101 tips on how to be intentional with your finances, but we couldn't get past four. <laughs> yes. And also, four is all you want. Yeah, that's <laughs> really all you need. Uh, so, Alyssa's going to chat with us about ways to be intentional uh, and how you can put pencil to paper to solidify that intentionality. So without further ado, 
Here's Alyssa Davies. Alyssa, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to chat with you ladies. Yeah. And we're excited for your your journal that's coming out. It's really thought-provoking and we love it whenever you give somebody a reason to really dig deep and think about their finances, not just, you know, the surface level stuff. Like I need to pay off debt. I need to save more, but like really getting into like why we have the goals that we have and stuff. So uh, super excited to pick your brain a little bit on ways we can be more intentional. Yeah, For sure. For starters, Alyssa, can you tell us a little bit about how you got started in writing in this financial space? Like what, what prompted that for you? There is always something that prompts people. Hey, no one just wants to write about money for fun. (laughs) (laughs) Ever since I was three, I just just, wanted to talk about money. I just (laughs) love budgeting. (laughs) Yeah. I started actually five years ago now. I've been blogging for five years already. It's crazy. Um, I was in a ton of consumer debt nothing new. It's kind of the same old story, but I had just recently gotten engaged and I was still in school and I realized, okay, how am I supposed to pay for a wedding when I'm carrying around all of this debt? And is this exactly how I want to enter into a new part of my life? Probably not. So (laughs) yeah, I sat down and I started mapping out all of the debt that I owed and made a plan as to what I was going to do. And I was like, maybe I should start a blog so that I can hold myself more accountable. And when I started to look into it, there was so many out there that I realized, oh, this is a real thing that people do. And I think this is a great community that I should start getting involved in if I'm going to start taking this seriously. Mm -hmm. So that's how I started. And I'm so glad I did. That's amazing when I hear people, I I mean, it's kind of a crossroads that you're describing that you were at of shifting in life a little bit. And it can prompt us to reevaluate other aspects of our life, but it doesn't always. Some people just zoom right past, like continue status quo or continue how they've been doing things. But it's really neat to hear you describe this big thing that was happening in my life did prompt me to look at is this the way I want to keep going or do I want to make some shifts, maybe even some course corrections? So that that's amazing. I think in that, a, a really helpful tip for people to utilize those crossroads moments in life to evaluate other aspects of life. Because certainly that's going to enter into a marriage or a new home or new yeah. bringing a new child into the world. Like if you don't make changes, what you're doing already will just continue to perpetuate. Yeah. And it'll add more stress, which is the last thing you want. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Especially with the cute little bundle of baby that you have. <laughs> the best. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah. That's amazing. You can see her right there. Yeah. Yes. In the video. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. The, not like her. She's not like here, but like if you're watching on YouTube, you can like see a little picture. A little picture. Like, right up Aww. there. Nice. So oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just like to let our podcast listeners know. So let's get into a few ways that we can be more intentional Mm. with our money. What's the first way that you recommend? I think it comes down to just making a goal, but also knowing the difference between what setting a goal is and what being intentional is, Mm. because there is a difference. So goal setting, it kind of looks at the future and understanding what you want, how you can create a plan and what you can do to stay on track with that goal. 
But setting an intention is more the way to focus on who you are in that moment and just understanding what you want to do with your money and what your values are when it comes to money. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I like that distinction. Yeah. I, I love the smart goal, um, framework, Mm. but I think sometimes it can be limiting. I think there is this difference between like specific and achievable goals and then maybe going further than you thought you could. So I think there's a lot of room to take smart goals to the next level by setting like a stretch goal. Mm. But I do think goals are the way that we get moving mm-hmm. with our finances and mm-hmm. setting them can be can be really intentional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then if you're a parent too, like I know that's a huge thing for me is I have so much on my mind all the time that I'm just oh, often yes. going through the motions, especially during a tough week. Like last week, my kid was sick. So I had to go to the grocery store like several times just to pick up whether it was distilled water for a humidifier or just all of these things. And you just are kind of a zombie. So you just start picking stuff up and putting in your cart and you're not thinking about what you're buying until a week later. And you're like, wow, my grocery budget's way over board this month because Mm. I just wasn't being intentional when I was walking through the grocery store and I forgot what my intentions were with my money this month. Mm. Oh, that's amazing. I, again, I love that distinction of what are your intentions. It's It can kind of shift that perspective, like you said, from just calling something a goal. There's so much content out there on it that we can get bogged down with, man, what does that even mean? Or is that even for me? Is that how I approach life? But to say, what are my intentions this today or mm-hmm. this week or this month? And, and what am I doing to get at those at- intentions? Yeah. So uh, along these lines with talking about intentional spending, care to share, I know you've got four tips on this. What is your second? Um, One of the things that I like to do personally when it comes to goal setting and just making sure that you're on track with your money is actually doing the not so fun part, which is tracking your spending. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people don't like to do it because it's a lot of work and it can be a really real look into what you're doing with your money, but it's really necessary if you want to make progress and start to get an understanding of what you do with your money. Yeah. Oh, for sure. What are some ways that you've tracked spending? Mm -hmm. Like if someone's like, what does that even mean? How do you start with that? Yeah. So usually I just write down, like that's how I'd like to do things is I like to write them down. Um, so I just have a pen and paper and I write down everything I buy in a single day. Um, but you can also use a spreadsheet, uh, that you can update daily or weekly. It doesn't have to be every single day because that can be quite the task if you're busy mm-hmm. or you can use a budgeting app like Clio is one that I like, or you can use mint or there's lots out there that are available. Um, but That's not something I use just because I find it's less likely to keep you accountable because it's all automatic and you're not really being mindful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that's an option. And another way to do it is just keeping all of your receipts um, and just making sure that you know where you spent all of your money. Mm -hmm. And then you just want to sit down and follow up with your bank statements month to month too, just to see how much it is, make sure you didn't miss anything. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's, it's essentially just tracking every single penny you spend. Mm-hmm. sitting down and going through all of those expenses and saying, oh, wow, this is actually how much I spend in a month. It's yeah. not what my budget says. This is what I'm spending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And where would you find pen and pencil? 
<laughs> and, and paper. And paper. <laughs> Where would you, what, what app would, would you, you find that in? Yeah, I love what you're saying, but. <laughs> Where do I get pencil and paper? Yeah. <laughs> oh, That's no. like the junk drawer. From yes. our previous sponsor, the junk, junk drawer. drawer. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And this, I feel like, is one of the most low-hanging fruits mm-hmm. with learning to be intentional with money, to budget, to learn where our money's going, how we're approaching it. But for some reason, we just don't do it. We may even sit down and write a budget but then have no idea if like, that's like fantasy versus reality, right? (laughs) Of like, I say that this is how much, like I say that I spend $300 on groceries. I spend 600. Let's be honest. (laughs) (laughs) How she fits it in her tiny fridge. I'll never know. (laughs) Well, cause my grocery budget includes going out to eat. So anyhow, (laughs) but yeah, but anyhow, tracking spending is really where I learn what's the reality. And Mm -hmm. if I don't want that to be the reality, how do I rein that in? Like we want to jump to the thing that saves us money, but we have to know what we're doing first before we can jump there. So love that tip. And I think uh, this is another thing I think forming a habit out of, it's not like one, you do it one time and you're done. This has to be a regular thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a forever thing too. Mm-hmm. Like I like to tell people, you know, just try tracking your spending for three to six months. Cause that will actually give you a yeah. really good idea. That's so smart. Um, just because yeah, how we spend each week is really hard to estimate, like you said. So just giving yourself a good reasonable time frame so that you're more aware is really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Set yeah, to set a time frame so you know, okay, it ends now. Mm-hmm. So if I can just keep going for four more weeks, three more weeks, then you'll do it more consistently than if it's just open-ended. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I also like maybe if you can't do it every day, because maybe your life is unpredictable or you go nonstop at night, then just schedule in an hour every other day or three days a week, like Mm -hmm. a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, so that you can keep track of everything Mm -hmm. still a few times a week. You want to do it more than once a week, but you're scheduling in that 30 minutes, three times a week. And then it doesn't feel so overwhelming. Like I have to do it seven days a week. Mm -hmm. Even when you just say that, it's like, okay, that's, that's attainable. Yeah. I can manage that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just make it more attainable. Yeah. So We've got creating a goal, tracking a spending so that we can reach that goal. What is another tip you've got for us? Well, when it comes to money, you have to save it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Skip. Know, you are saying crazy things. Next. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. So just finding a way to save money each week. So in my journal, it's actually like how you can save for a financial goal that's in a hundred days. So when you think about it that way, it's like, what can I actually afford to save each day if I only have a hundred days? Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how I like to look at my financial goals. I've always done Mm -hmm. that. If it's like you're planning a trip to Disneyland next year, you have 365 days, you want to save $5,000. How many, how much is that each day? Yeah. Because it makes it a little bit more realistic Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it kind of sets the tone for, what you actually need to save. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And yeah. So to do stuff like that, like to save money each week, you have to do a lot of smaller things. Mm -hmm. So that really gets in like when we were having our, how to transition from spender to saver episode, Mm -hmm. how to build like a habit of saving. 
you have to do it intentionally. You can't mm-hmm. just set up the auto debit and expect to become a saver in your heart. <laughs> uh, but doing something like this, it's finite. It's 100 days mm-hmm. and you're doing it every day. Or even like if you're just tracking your transactions every other day or three times a week, you're at least doing it three to four times a week. And that is more than enough to build a habit. Yeah. I think what you're communicating is so great because it speaks to an understanding of humanity that yes, ideally at each year we could put thousands of dollars towards various savings goals, but reality is we don't function that way. We do far better with these small incremental breaking it down. What does this mean for me on a daily, weekly basis than we do with the like quarterly annually kind of approach. So yeah, in theory you could, but we don't usually function well with those kind of parameters. So to say, break it down to a hundred days, what does that mean daily? My goodness, you're so much more likely to attain that thing if you're being intentional in that way, because it's, it's the, it's then becoming part of a routine, which becomes a habit and yeah. Yeah. Makes you more successful in that area. Okay. Saving money. That is an intentionally saving yeah. money. Yes. So that's yes. our that's the key takeaway from this one, intentionally doing it. <laughs> um, what's our last one? The last one is just taking time to actually reflect on your behaviors and the habits that you do have with your money. Mm. And so mm. what I mean by that is just actually taking the time to sit down and reflect on how you did with your money each week, how it made you feel, and why you chose to spend the money you chose to spend or why you chose to take a step back and not spend that money. Just again, thinking about the intentions that you had and just listening to what you're doing with your finances. Because I find journaling has been a huge difference maker for me when it comes to my finances. I'm way more aware of how money makes me feel and how it impacts the decisions that I make. And then it also helped with the goal setting side of things. My favorite part about spring cleaning is that post-clean clarity when I'm like, wow, I can finally think clearly. How was I functioning in that mess before? It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. If this sounds like the type of spring cleaning your finances need right now, then it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Plus, you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash frugal. That's mintmobile.com slash frugal. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash frugal. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Now that I have kids, I'm hyper aware of the information I put online. But unfortunately, there's only so much I can do. Our personal information is everywhere on the internet, and I don't have time to monitor and take it off every website. That's why I personally use Delete Me. Delete.me is a service that finds and removes any personal information from hundreds of data broker websites and makes sure it stays off. 
Delete Me isn't just a one-time service. It's always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you don't want on the internet. I signed up, completed a questionnaire, and they took it from there, submitting opt-out requests to data broker sites and keeping my personal info private. To take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. Now, add a special discount for our listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash frugal and use promo code FRUGAL at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash FRUGAL and enter code FRUGAL at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash FRUGAL, code FRUGAL. Amazing. You're blowing my mind a little bit. <laughs> Journaling about your finances. Tell me more. Yeah, so I just kind of track. I do it daily, which is a lot. But if you do have a short-term goal, you kind of need to do it that frequently. You know, how am I feeling today in the morning? And then is that going to impact my money for the rest of the day? Because if I'm in a bad mood or I didn't have a good sleep, I'm probably going to go to a coffee shop and buy a coffee. Like there's no stopping me. Um, Mm -hmm. And so just being aware of the fact that today might not be a great day for my money. So I need to be way more mindful of that. Mm. And then, or if it's a great day, then I know I don't have anything to worry about and I can just go through the motions and feel good about my money that day. Wow. This is amazing. I think we often think about journaling for, you know, like dear diary, what happened in relationships today (laughs) Yeah, or yeah, mental health, just how am I feeling? And then it stops there. But my goodness, what a good practice to say, and how will this impact my behaviors? which is so true. I mean, I'm I'm a therapist and so like we talk about how behaviors start first at the thought level. Mm-hmm. Thoughts lead to feelings, lead to behaviors. And if we can catch it at the thought and feeling level, we can shift what our behaviors are out of that scenario. And and it, but it sounds like too, you're even giving yourself a bit of permission and planning that sometimes I'm not going to be in the best mind space for my finances and that there are times when that's okay because there's an awareness of it. I don't know. Am I reading between the lines too much on that? No, that's absolutely how I feel. Um, Mm -hmm. I know that I'm not perfect when it comes to money. I wish I was. Um, I try to be really frugal. That's part of just my upbringing and, and who I've decided to be with my money, but it's not always easy. Yeah, no, no one's perfect. You're not alone. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. And especially like since I had a kid, man, I it's all about coffee and just taking a break, whether that's an hour away from the house or an hour just sitting alone in my office. Mm -hmm. It's it's what you need. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think this is especially important for people who don't like to talk about finances Mm -hmm. um, out loud. I think you need to have some outlet. Mm-hmm. to process there can be like a lot of grief and shame and anxiety around money and you need a way to process it and if you're not going to go to a therapist if you're not going to talk to your friends about it then you can do it privately like with some kind of guided journal mm-hmm. um and it's it can be the first step to like healing mm-hmm. um and re rethinking mm-hmm. reforming the way you think about 
finances. But I love that this is in the top four for you in saying that this is part of the process. I think we can so quickly like skip by this reflection piece and whether we journal about that or we just sit and reflect and think about, well, what does this mean as we look over our budget and our finances and, and where do my values lie and do I want to make any shifts and changes? I think we can just fly past all of that. Like, all right, I did my budget. I did my savings. I'm being intentional, but never stopping to say, and is this working and do I want to continue? Or what am I learning about myself? Like taking that to the deeper level of, who who am I as a result of what I see my finances? I mean that, that there's quotes out there, right? About like, show me your your bank account statement, and I'll tell you what you value. I'll tell you where your priorities are. Like, certainly, we're gonna put our money where our true priorities are. And if they're not there, then then let's shift that. Or that's not actually what we want to be a priority, then let's shift that. But that's only gonna happen by reflecting and looking back and identifying these things. Yeah, a hundred percent. Money you know is so emotional. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and we forget that it's linked to those aspects of our personhood. We think it's separate. We think it's uh, this stale kind of um, businessy thing, but yeah, it is wrapped up in relationships and 100%. emotions and everything. Hundred percent. You know what else is a hundred percent? The bill of the week. <laughs> time for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, Buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the bill of the week. Alyssa, every week we invite uh, our listeners or our guests to share with us their favorite bill, any bill with us on the show. Do you have a bill for us? Yes, I do. I have my mortgage. (laughs) Ah, Whoa, that's a bill. Tell me about it. That is for sure a bill. I actually bought a house. We've been here for about seven months now. um, And every single time I pay the mortgage, I am happy about it, which is something not a lot of people are happy about. But it just makes me feel good because we accomplished a goal that we were really excited about. We have a permanent place to build memories as a family and... I feel like I've done what I wanted to do with my money and now I can just enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Yay. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's lovely. I also love my mortgage. Yeah. It's like way more than I ever paid in rent and I don't even think twice about it because I love our house. Well, and you can also know that you're investing in something. Like, yeah, you're paying for a place to live currently, but it also is building the yeah potential wealth for you too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For us, it's all about just having like a safe space for our family Mm -hmm. and knowing that we don't have to go anywhere. Yeah. And yeah, that's just a huge thing for me is I've, I was always a renter. And as soon as we moved in here, I was like, is this real? I can hang a picture and I don't have to worry about it. (laughs) don't have to call the (laughs) landlord. Right. (laughs) I can just hang pictures wherever I want. (laughs) Yes. I can see you've done that. (laughs) Yeah. A lot. Yes. It looks tasteful. You're good. (laughs) If you guys have a bill for us, whether it's your mortgage, 
or whatever, please visit frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill and leave us a voicemail or speak pipe and let us celebrate with you. How do I get my partner on board with our finances? It's a top question we get from listeners and we've realized it's a game changer when there are tools that allow you to work together better like Monarch. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com frugal. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple design makes it so easy to set up and manage your household finances. Plus, they have built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost. After trying out Monarch myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com frugal for your extended 30-day free trial. Go to monarchmoney.com frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. When it comes to ensuring your company has top-notch security practices, things can get complicated fast. Vanta automates compliance for SOC 2, ISO 27001, and more, saving you time and money. With Vanta, you can streamline security reviews by automating questionnaires and demonstrating your security posture with a customer-facing trust center. Over 7,000 global companies like Atlassian, Flow Health, and Quora use Vanta to build trust and prove security in real time. Listeners can claim a special offer of $1,000 off Vanta at vanta.com slash special. That's V-A-N-T-A dot com slash special for $1,000 off Vanta. Nice. And now it's time for the lightning round! You always go so much softer and sweeter than I do. <laughs> it's because I've always felt so intimidated by the lightning round. <laughs> it comes on and it's I'm just like too Bleh. much in your ears. It is. It's a little much. <laughs> so nice. today for the lightning round, uh, we wanted to continue the conversation about journaling. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to go through how we value the significance of putting pencil to paper when dealing with your finances. And so mm-hmm. we're each going to share a different valuable tidbit, insight, feeling, mm-hmm. something. Our thoughts yeah, on our why thoughts. that's important. Yeah, because, how it's affected us individually. Yeah, maybe. because you, Alyssa, have done have written a 100-day financial gold journal. Uh, and so th- the value of a kind of workbook process rather than just yeah hearing about something but this pencil to paper so we'll let you go first because you're our guest yeah um what do you see of the value of yeah like we said putting pencil to paper yeah for for me it's it's about the actual accountability aspect because if I just say I'm going to do something I won't do it um Mm -hmm. so I have to have something actually that I can hold and feel and kind of move through that. And the journal has been a way to talk about the bad times with my money because there's always going to be bad times, but it's also a really great place to go and celebrate your personal successes with Mm -hmm. money because I don't want to always run to my friends and talk about, I'm doing so great financially if maybe they're not in the same spot. Mm -hmm. So it's really a good place for me to kind of give myself a pat on the back for 
doing what I want to do with my money mm-hmm. and reaching that milestone every single time I get closer to accomplishing a goal. Um, and just, it's like a memory. Like you can go back and be like, wow, mm-hmm. look at what I've accomplished with my money. And if I can yeah. do that, then mm-hmm. there's way more I can do. Yeah. And having written those things down allows you to go back, which can even be an encouragement when there are times that you're feeling like, I can't get this right, or uh, I'm not doing things like I used to and realize the ebbs and flows of it in the past and how it is possible to to be back in a place of doing well. Yeah. What about for you, Jen? So for me, I do so much work on the computer that the computer for me is like something text and PDFs and stuff are things that I skim Mm. while like books and things that I hold, I really go through. Mm. And so for me, the value of actually writing through something I'm processing, it allows me to be that much more intentional about Mm. it. Um, But it forces me to not skip any questions Like Mm -hmm. I go through each one line by line. Um, Mm. When I'm scrolling, it's easy to just scroll on by. But if it's there in front of me on the paper, it doesn't scroll. It's Mm -hmm. there until I answer it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that, that would be, for me, the value of it. Yeah. There is something really important about the tangible and same thing with journaling. There, there's something that happens when our minds and like what's happening in our brain gets to connect with our physical body. Mm-hmm. And I think more understanding comes through that process. More awareness comes through that process. More insight. All, all these things. I, I don't know all the science behind it. I just know that it's true. So. <laughs> Yeah. Um, For me, when it comes to workbooks or putting pencil to paper for just my own tracking spending or budgeting, I I like it because because of the walking through a process. I, I think when things can feel so jumbled, it's really helpful for me to be able to be guided through something, which is which is what a workbook provides of here's where to start here's the middle, here's the end. Yeah. <laughs> and and it, it helps to just bring clarity to something. Um, and, and then to be able to see it all at once. I think, yeah, similar to what you're saying, there's something really helpful about the tangible, specifically when it comes to tracking my spending. I'll take it even further than the pencil and paper and pull in the highlighters, get real <laughs> crazy with it. But yeah, also, and like break it up into different categories. So then I can see like, all right, if yellow is all the highlighted food and blue is gas and whatever, like I can kind of see where is the most of my money going to. And then there's something just therapeutic about having done that with my hands. So the process of it is um, rewarding for me. Yeah. Well, we hope that you guys will take that to heart and do something that puts pencil to paper. Yeah. And Alyssa, I know that you specifically your book is coming out. Tell us a little bit more about it. Things you haven't like already covered. Everything that we covered, actually, those four pieces of intentionality, those are all questions in your book that you have people go through. Yeah. So it's um, it's 100 days that you pick a goal. You actually get to know how you set a goal, how you choose a goal, mm. why you're choosing that goal. And then every single day, it gives you an opportunity to reflect on your spending habits and why you did the things you did. 
And then you also have the opportunity to learn a little bit of a lesson every single week so that you have something to focus on Mm. every week. And so that it's not the same thing. So it's moving along with you. Um, It's like you said, there's a beginning, a middle and an end, and you'll be able to check in with yourself to make sure that you're on the right page so that you're Mm. not halfway through and you're like, I'm not going to accomplish this goal. So what's the next step? Yeah. That's awesome. Where can we get more from you, Alyssa? If people want this book, if they want to read more of your content. For sure. So the book is available for pre-order right now, but it actually comes out on April 7th. So mark your calendars Uh, and you can get that on bardsandnoble.com or Amazon. It's available and you can find me on mixedupmoney.com and all of my information's there. So if you want to follow me on social media or anything, you can head there and get all the links you need. And Alyssa draws the cutest, greatest uh, drawings on Instagram. You actually have to follow her. It's a requirement. It's mixed up money. Uh, You will not be sorry. (laughs) They're so amateur, but I have like so much fun doing it. Absolutely love them for all of their character. I love them. (laughs) You got to have fun with it. That's part of this process. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks, Alyssa, for coming on and sharing your wisdom and your book with us. And we are super Super looking forward to it coming out and uh, maybe putting some more pencil to paper Mm. in our own finances. Yes. 2020, the year of papers and pens. Yes. (laughs) I'm in it. I'm in. I'm here for it. Yes. Get back to the basics. Amazing. I mean, so just tangible tips. I love it when we can break things down into digestible information. Yeah. I love it when I think that an interview is going to go one way and then it actually goes another way that's like much more, uh, not just like profound, but like much more tangible, Yeah, like with more tangible tips and things that I can get out of it. So I loved it. Journaling about finances is going to stick with me for sure. For sure. All right, guys. So we are wrapping up. And as you know, we just want to keep thanking you all for the ways that you are listening and engaging with this content. And one of the ways we want to thank you is by reading a kind review that that we found because they all get emailed to us. So we read all of them, but we highlight the kind ones. So this one is from Clarice. She says, awesome podcast. Jen and Jill, host of the Frugal Friends podcast, highlights all aspects of business, investing, and more in this can't miss podcast. The hosts and expert guests offer insightful advice and information that is helpful to anyone that listens. Thanks so much, Clarice. Like, what kind words to say? Yes, thank you so much. So we we always thank our listeners that leave us a review, but we also want to thank our listeners who share us on social media. That is mm-hmm. a big way that people find out about us. And so we just want to thank you by including you in our monthly giveaway. Mm-hmm. So we want to include that on our uh, Amazon gift card giveaway by Uh, looking at how you tag us. Uh, So tag our latest episode this week on Facebook or Instagram, and you will be entered into that drawing. We'll we'll give one winner a gift card for every five tags or reviews we get Mm -hmm. at the end of the month. Yeah. So it's a $10 Amazon gift card that you would receive both by, there's two ways, by either tagging the most recent episode 
or by still leaving a review and screenshotting that review and sending it to frugalfriendspodcast at gmail.com. So two different ways to enter that drawing. You know the drill. (laughs) That's it. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Frugal Friends is produced, edited, and mixed by Eric Siriani. We did it. We've arrived. 101. Should we quit now? Yep. Bye. (laughs) Getting out of here. (laughs) I got Dalmatians to take care (laughs) of now. Dalmatians. Freaking Dalmatians. So, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Can't do a podcast anymore. Got to feed the Dalmatians. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings.